Welcome back to Power Word Cred, everybody. My name is Corin, and I will be your dungeon master today. With me are four Radiant players. They are... Kayla playing Celestine Peacechild. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Lilik. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Isidore Welkenmov. And I'm David, and I am playing Lord Usaka Von Pride. Last time on Power Word Crit, Lilik, with the help of Batula, was able to determine that the five-foot triangle of gold was indeed a very intricate tuning fork of some sort. One that inevitably failed due to the broken and scratched arcane equations etched onto its surface. After debating what to do with the large item, Celestine and Izzy decided to take rubbings of the arcane equations and send them to the High Magistrate for research. Usarker, curious about his dream of a lake of blood, then stumbling upon one a few days later, tried to replicate one of his aunt's lucid dream concoctions and succeeded. With Celestine watching over him while he fell asleep, Usarker was able to successfully stay lucid while exploring a dream version of the Von Pride house and mausoleum. Eventually, he entered what looked to be his aunt's study with windows looking out into a fiery landscape. Suddenly, hands shattered out of the glass and attacked him. He was able to break free just as his aunt appeared, and they both ran away from the glass hands. Once outside, a skull appeared in the clouds and said, I found you. Then, Usarker woke up. When everybody else woke up for the day, the band traveled to the mountain range and met up with the other half of the orc clan. The group met Vothru, Yireg's brother, who had managed to capture some kobolds and learned about a temple being guarded by wyverns, which the kobolds suspect is a secret way into the cult's camp. Oh, and they also learned about, you know, hill giants roaming around, and it's a kind of a dangerous place. So, that's where we left you guys. You were discussing whether you wanted to take kobolds with you on your adventure. And from the back of the room, you heard, Philip? You know Philip? And you guys noticed that one of the kobolds had done a lilic and had eaten his gag that was around his mouth, and he can now speak to you. We know a few Philips. Which but, one are you talking about? Uh, Philip! The one named Philip! We met, like, a dozen. I think most of them died. From the Philip clan? Oh, that would explain things. <laughs> I don't know. Were they in Greenest? Yes, we were all in Greenest. Um, was it Philip? Phil? Philip? Phil? Or Philip with an F? We don't care about Philip with an F. It wasn't Philip with an F. Okay, so if you know Phil, we are totally willing to work with you. And he kind of gives you this, this really cheesy grin. I don't know if I believe like, you. And then aside, I'm like, do, do they realize that we killed most of the Phillips? I mean, I outright said it. It seems strange that you had such in-depth knowledge of the uh, the kobolds as they were in. They talk a lot. They ah, do. I mean, they were calling each other's name as we were killing them. Hmm. And in an aside, though, <clears throat> what can you tell us about this area? What, uh, what, what is your name? My name? <laughs> Please don't be another Philip. Of course it's another No, he's Phillip. not from the Philip <laughs> No, clan. it's a different clan. Phineas. <laughs> no. Philippa. No. S oh my goodness. My name is Philippe. My name is Stefan. I'm of the Stefan clan. 
Well, Stefan, well met. What can you tell us about this area? Well, it's really scary. What do you? What exactly do you want to know? I've told them everything that I knew. There's wyverns and scouts and uh, scary giant, giant, giant people. Why is your tribe here? Oh, well, why do you think we're here? That's not what I asked. Because you're in league with the cult of the dragon. Well, y- yes, but um, uh, well, we we like uh, we like Tiamat. She she's cool, and um, we also um, um, and he starts to look really really nervous because he can't really get a beat on you guys. Um, gold, lots of gold. They have lots of gold if you're interested. How are the other kobolds responding to him spilling their quote unquote secrets? They are nodding enthusiastically with whatever's he said. <laughs> so mm. we may or may not be able to believe mm. anything they say. Uh, where's the nearest entrance to the cave system that actually leads to where the cults are at? Oh, um, well, there's, when you go in for a while, there's like a fork in the road. One goes south, and then the other one goes like, uh, northeast, north. I don't know, it's kind of windy. And then you go over a river, and like, you go around some, like, mountains, and it's pretty, it's like, 20 or so miles away, and it's right there. It's it's in the back. Insight check. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is he being forthright and honest, or is he playing us for fools? Welp. May I, I may assist? not know it's a seven. Can we assist, or some, one of us assist? If you want to do your own individual insight, you're welcome to do that. This is something that you can't really assist with. <laughs> 11. 11. Natural 20 plus 4. Alright. Yay, someone who isn't Izzy. <laughs> so Izzy, they're shifty. You've dealt with Cobalt before. They may or may not be lying. But Lilic and Celestine, you actually think that they're that he's being fairly truthful. But he's definitely, as uh, Lilic especially, he, this, this Cobalt is definitely saying whatever he thinks will keep him alive. I think that uh, Usarker was right that much of this is not useful. Uh, useful, I can be useful. We can all be useful, right, gang? And they all nod enthusiastically again. Uh, yeah, the thing um, that we need the most is uh, you to be entertaining. Can you do tricks? I can do whatever you uh, whatever you want. <laughs> I was a former acrobatics mm, yeah. instructor um, when I uh, was back in my my Stefan clan. You want to see some acrobatics? I don't want to untie him just no. yet. Maybe later. He starts wiggling, trying to get out oh, of his. <laughs> no, don't, stop. don't, just stop, stop, stop wiggling. Okay. okay. About uh, the jokes, you know the jokes. The jokes? I. Uh, or the yes. poems. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, and uh, do you know the ghost stories? Oh, I know plenty of ghost stories. <laughs> no, this is. They just say what what we want. I this is not I know no 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 I know ghost stories I know about the one, uh, the the temple with the wyverns. There's a ghost story. I'm gonna about turn to one. one of the orcs and say, "All right, you can eat him." What? <laughs> but I helped you. <laughs> what? No. We need more substantial help than just your word of what we want to hear. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. Um. 
And he starts visibly sweating. I don't know if Cobalt's can sweat, but he's sweating. Are we doing like a group intimidation check? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and do that. With whoever has the highest intimidation, go ahead and roll with advantage. Not me. Plus two. Plus two. Minus one. Let's do Celestine. (laughs) She looks more scary with her armor and her war maul. That would be a total of 20. No, it's true. It's a true ghost story about the temple. Um, uh, it's an old temple. Um, to one of the uh, one of the bad gods. I don't know which one, but it's Ooh, to one spooky. of the bad bad gods. And they did a lot of like killing. And there's rumors that like the ghosts of the people who were killed there on the altar come back and haunt the place. And there's wyverns there too. But does this have to do with where the cult is hiding in the mountains? Yes, yes, um, yes, um, they, I think that there's a secret passage from the temple that goes into the, uh, the main place, um, please don't eat me, why else would these, these wyverns be doing that, and I, I've seen, um, Long Dead Rosa and the, uh, the, the cleric lady go in there, and, Madame Mudface, she's a cleric? Apparently. Mm. I mean, I knew she had magic of some kind. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and they go in there, and I've also seen some other people. Like, there's a guy in a red robe, and there's, like, a really scary-looking turtle who, um, he's super scary. Now we know he's making things up. No, 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 it's true. Was so he big? We... Was he ten feet tall? No. Did he have seven arms? No. Oh. He was a turtle. Oh. I mean, he was, like, six foot tall, Maybe. Um, maybe like five foot, five foot, five. I don't know. Everyone's kind of tall for me, but yeah, super just... scary. And he had a really big staff and super scary. And he had an air of scary demons around him. Hmm. Why should we believe anything that you're saying? I would like to live. Eh, so everyone wants to live and they still lie. Uh, maybe you can answer an- another lie for us. Where are you all taking the stuff that you collect? We weren't allowed in that part of the cave either. <laughs> Only special people. But we did hear some loud whooshing sounds. And people would take the items and like the golden stuff. And they would bring it in there and then come out and it would be empty. Teleportation or a giant slide? Blue powder. Blue powder. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter crows over. Yep. Mm-hmm. May thinks transportation circles, especially if there is one in Lord Faradin's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he explain. was a smuggler. Mm-hmm. Did you say Faradin? Oh, yes. is that another name you recognize? You recognize many names here. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody is talking about Faradin and how nobody can find him. And he's like suspected of stealing something from uh, the leader lady. That does seem like some that something does, we might have heard. Yeah, that does match with what we know. What did he steal? Something like a face covering or a mask or something. Mm. I don't know. Okay. What about Avon Pride? Well, uh, I think they mentioned it was like Edwin or like Erdoa. So you've heard of him, but you've never seen him. I have no idea who these people are. If the truth is what you want, I will give you the truth. Just please let me live. Okay, so we can kill one of your companions? Yes. How do they react to this? They all look really (laughs) scared. (laughs) 
They're all probably trying to point to each other without so, you. Yeah. With so if noses. you all want to live, you all better start telling the truth. <laughs> oh, you can't chew through your restraints? They're or not well, that talented. Your, your gags? Do not encourage this. <laughs> what? So do not encourage the Oh, the okay, sorry. <laughs> you, they all start trying to chew through their... <laughs> they all start trying to chew through their gags. I don't want them to chew through their restraints. How... I want them to chew through their gags. How long does it take to get to the temple from here? Are you asking them? Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the other side of the mountain where the camp is. So you get to it first. I'd say maybe like three-fourths of the way. So it might maybe take... Maybe half. I don't know. Are we talking days or are we talking half days? It took us a few days because we were slow and we didn't want to die by hill giants. Okay, so if we are not back in two weeks, then we can assume that you have lied to us and we have died. And therefore, they will kill you. Otherwise, if we come back, then we can talk about your freedom. You're so generous. Thank you so much. Please, please save our lives. But you can kill that one. That one is of the Lorraine clan. I don't like that one. I'm going to remove the, the gag from that one. How dare you? I'm going to kill you when I get out of here. Is the one from the Stefan clan telling the truth, though? Yes. But kill him. Kill him. He's a terrible human being. The Stefans and the Lorens have never gotten along. Okay. Terrible We're going kobold? to have them separate. <laughs> Terrible kobold beans. Terrible kobold. Sorry. Uh, my comment sucks. <laughs> okay. Do we need any more information? I think we've got enough. And those two start squabbling. Please don't make, please don't ask the kobolds any more questions. My voice <laughs> no. is done. <laughs> no. no, we're done. Okay. I'm I know. Just... We should make sure we bring a kobold with us. <laughs> no. Bring all the kobolds with us so that the okay. voice dies. Let's okay. not. No. This is not a good plan. <laughs> let's, let's take compassion on the DM. <laughs> well, let us move to the other room so we can scheme away from squabbling kobolds. You're so gracious. Thank you. Oh Thank you. He's a terrible kobold. I will kill you. And they just start squabbling. In the, mm-hmm. in the, as soon as we leave, I'm going to instruct someone to keep those two kobolds separate. And also probably to regag them. <laughs> Yreg agrees. Yreg, <laughs> uh, thank you for letting us uh, speak to your captives. Um, we think that uh, some of the information that we have gotten from them may be useful. But... Some of that may be suspect. Um, Vothru agrees. Kobolds <laughs> hmm. are kobolds from what they were telling us. Yes. I think that we are close to being ready to go. Would you like to take some of our clan with you? They know the mountains and they can help guide and help fight with you. Kind of look to our companions here. and Someone who knows the lay of the land would be very useful. Yes. This is a good thing. Your best uh, trackers? I have somebody in mind. I will go fetch them. We might be able to allow one or two more to come with you. Would you like anyone else to help? Do we want someone who's good at stealthing? I assume that would be one of that person. But maybe a warrior. So do we want two or three? Two would keep it down to six people. I would say maybe one who's a ranged fighter. And then mm. one who's a melee fighter. Okay. We could end up with two still, but at the very least, we'll want one tracker 
someone who's relatively sneaky, and one of them must be ranged, one of them must be melee fighting. I will look into it. Is there anything else you would like? No, thank you, Yurag. Do we have maps of the area? I do not have maps, but we do know this area quite well. Okay. Well, can't think of anything else, so we can probably get some rest or whatever. Pick a- oh, eh, we need to resupply, probably. Haven't- we haven't been moving that long, have we? It took one more day to get there, so dawn is quickly approaching. Which means sleep time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just arrived- yeah, had greetings and things, and we're saw the kobolds and be like, ah, you know, maybe some information. Oh, in that case, I will take my leave and go to bed. The sun is rising. This is a good sign. I'm going to start um, actually going through my pack and relieving it of items that I don't need anymore. I'm going to come across the potion that I had found at Lord Terracus's. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I never got this checked out. And I'm going to go searching for Petula to see if maybe she can help me identify what this potion does. Okay. As I see Isidore heading off talking about identifying this potion, I say, Oh, do you have somebody who can identify? I look around and grab the cat. And then I'm taking the collar off of it. (laughs) I hand it to you. We know that it's magical. Go ahead and identify that while we're at it. I, I, I don't think she can identify identify, but I'll see what I can find out. Eh, maybe someone around here can. Okay. I'll take the cat collar and the potion and go find Petula. You managed to find Petula. She is just pitching her tent and getting ready for a long day's sleep. Hi, Petula. Well, uh, hello there, Izzy. I'm sorry you that I keep uh, coming to you when I have lots of questions dealing with the magical and unknown. Oh, no worries. <laughs> what can I do for you? A couple of things. I have this potion that I don't know what it is or what it does. I wasn't sure if maybe you would recognize what it is or could tell me what it might do. Not sure if it's something that would be good or bad. Oh. If I were to, like, drink it or something. Uh, oh, well, let, let me take a look. Let's see. And she looks over it. She pops quirk. Sniffs it. Whew. Well, this is the potent one. Give me just a moment. And she takes what looks to be a very archaic eyedropper and sucks up a teeny, teeny, tiny bit and puts it into one of her bowls. She starts chanting something, kind of cocks her head, hmm, and then puts a powdery substance on it and all of a sudden it goes, and it explodes into a cloud of purple. Ooh. Okay. Well, I've, I've never seen this one before. It must be a new one. But it looks like this is some sort of potion that you can stay awake during a long rest and still gain its benefits. So this is called Potion of Watchful Rest. Interesting. When you drink this potion, you gain the following benefits for the next eight hours. Magic can't put you to sleep and you can remain awake during a long rest and still gain its benefits. So when she opened up the bottle, the liquid came into contact with air and it turned into an amber-colored, kind of glittery kind of liquid. So it looked like opening it up activated this potion. Oh, so you have to use it? No, no, no. It just means that it's activated now. You guys can take it whenever you want. Oh, okay. How many uses of it are there? There's one. Okay. Also, oh, also, uh, 
if you don't require sleep, it doesn't affect you. So, like, I don't think any of you are elves, right? No. Okay, then you're good to go. It's a one-use potion. That's pretty cool. I kind of want to study this, see if we can put this to our use. I mean, Tireless if you... Tireless so terrifying. If you want to see if you can replicate it, I am more than willing to donate it. Oh, no. Well, I have my little drop here. Oh, okay. Is that can... enough for you to replicate? Yeah. I, okay. I mean, I don't have all the ingredients for it, but I think I can figure out what it is. Reverse no, you engineer it. it. Okay, this, this is yours. Okay. Uh, thank you. The other thing is this collar that is on the cat that's been traveling with us. Uh-huh. Apparently it's magical, but we don't know why it was on the cat. <laughs> do, In- do you hold up whiskers? Or- no. <laughs> no, no, I took it off whiskers. Okay. <laughs> In the distance, you hear the cries of every orc getting slaughtered by some giant magical cat. Oh, no. Because <laughs> somebody took off a magical... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was a joke, but... <laughs> oh, uh, uh, let me take a look at this one. And she looks at it. She goes, I, just, I can't... I lost my focus. I don't know where it went. I'm going to need somebody to be a focus. Do you, do you have any magic? Um, maybe I can cast, like, levitate or something. She puts her hand on your head. <laughs> nope, n- not enough. Sorry, dear. That's okay. Um, let me go, let me go find, let me go find someone. Uh, Draka! Draka, get over here! Draka has magic? And Draka storms her. She goes, what do you want? Come here, I need your head. And <laughs> she... <laughs> Batula slams her hand on top of Draka's head, and Draka's like, "What? What are you doing? Hold still." It takes a lot longer than it did with Celestine, but you do see her kind of look at this collar weirdly, and she goes, "Well, this was made a very, very long time ago. Uh, it looks like most of the magic is worn off, but it—it looks like it was a collar that was had all types of different magic on it that." Was supposed to maybe protect this cat from harm, but it's super weak now. However, if you maybe if you cast some spells into the the little bell thing, you might be able to store some spells in the, the cat's collar. Oh, good! So you have an safe. armband of storing. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, this is a teeny teeny bell version of spell storing okay. that you can put oh. onto whiskers. <laughs> so it stores like wow. one level one spell slot or something. It actually stores two level one spells, but that's it. You can't okay. store a level two, but you can store two level one spells. Okay. So it's limited by level one up Correct. to two of them. Got it. Uh, so we can put some blesses in there. And it will only be there to bless the cat from dying. <laughs> I mean, I we could probably <laughs> reach out and go, think. So is it, is it implied that it does not work for uh, not non-cats? Like, does it have the must-be-a-cat racial feature or whatever? <laughs> So she turns it over and there's an inscription. She goes, well, it looks like your cat's name was Honey. It was Honey, but you guys seem to call it something different and it responds. And But I'm a little confused because this is a very old collar and that is not a very old cat. I mean, collars can be passed down to other pets. I guess so. So maybe this one isn't called Honey. Maybe the original was. But yeah, here you go. You said it was translated from what language? Oh, it, it's it's in Sylvan. Oh. oh, interesting. All right. Well, thank you so much, Batula. I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry that I kept you up. 
Oh, no worries. Draka, thank you for letting me use you as a arcane focus. And she's like, use me as what? <laughs> go, go to sleep, Draka. We'll talk about this later. Fine. Like, oh, yeah. By the way, away. you have magic. So, so well, you're a wizard, my Draka. Question, then, <laughs> Corin. So can this be used by non-cats? We could probably experiment. You could experiment. Have fun. <laughs> I'm putting it back on whiskers. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes. I don't have any spells. <laughs> don't gesture at the two magic users. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell them what the collar does, and if they want to experiment with it, they are welcome to, but... For now, I'm putting it back on whiskers. <laughs> See if Lilith can get a, squeeze a wild shape into it. Then you can become, you know, like a badger or I something. I feel like it'd be day. very inconvenient because then you have to, like, reach for whiskers. And what if whiskers isn't with us? Well, but that, we don't know. that. That's why I'm saying we don't know how it works. That's what I was asking about. Is Oh, can you I got stick, you now. Like, does it have to be worn on a cat? Or, you know, so, like, can we sell this to a tabaxi we meet? Or... <laughs> Well, maybe you have to equip the cat for it to work for you to work with it. Oh, if only Kurt was still here. Holds cat like shotgun. <laughs> okay. And then the cat grabs your your arms in pain. Yeah, causing you pain. And now you're equipped. Uh, is cat like a you know some, some sort of parasitic thing clings to you? Yeah. <laughs> so you now have a teeny bell cat collar of spell story. Okay. And you also have this potion of watchful rest. So you tell us about these two magic items? Yes, so I come back and I tell everyone what Batula told me about the potion and Whisker's collar as I'm putting the collar back on Whisker's neck. <laughs> um, these are useful items. Yeah, I'm going to say, well, why are you putting it back on the cat's neck? I mean, what else am I going to do with it? I point to the two spellcasters in the party. I mean, if they want to try it, go ahead, but I'd... I'm not going to keep it on my person. I might as well put it back in the cat where we found it. I'm going to hold out my hand for it and like, can I ha can I take it? It's already on the cat. You can take okay. it off the cat well, again. Sure, I'll take it back off the cat. Meow. And I am going to shoo the cat aside if it gets hissy about Meow. it. I'm going to give it to... I'm going to hold um, on to Whiskers and pet To Celestine and okay. say, maybe you can make use of this. Sure. It'll make um, more better use there than it will on a cat, I imagine. I'm going to try casting healing word. Actually, we'll do detect Good magic choice, that one's... Actually. We'll do detect magic and a healing word. Okay. Is anyone of us hurt? No. No. We haven't been in battle recently. Okay. Detect magic and healing word. So you touch the bell and it flares with magic and the bell looks a little bit shinier and it looks like it has two different colors floating around in there. Can I invoke detect magic? You can. However, as you go to do that, it fails the first time. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hmm. And then you touch whiskers, and then it's able to work. It is irrevocably tied to the cat. Mm. I oh. report. I may have to sell it to a tabaxi. I get the feeling, given that we find out, found out it's Sylvan, it's probably tied to that specific cat, if I had to bet. I'm going to eyeball the cat. I think that it's an ancient relic of some sort, and that this cat, particular cat is not some ancient cat from who knows when. Orkham's razor. This one could ask the cat. Oh! If you would permit, uh, I can perform the ritual to speak with. 
uh, Whiskers. Please do. Yeah, can you also make sure that it's okay with the name Whiskers? I mean, we've yes. been calling it that for like the last couple of weeks. Yes, but... it's important to know the right names. I think that Lilith will begin performing Speak with Animals as a ritual. I, I think it takes an hour or, or... I think it's like 10 minutes for a ritual, right? It depends on the ritual. Usually it's 10 minutes if it was a standard action to cast in the first place. Okay, then yeah, it takes 10 minutes to do. Using various herbs and gestures and things does set ritual around Whiskers. Does a bit of a dance, waves his arms. Whiskers stares at you with a confused look and then loses interest and just lays down, looking away from you. That's fine. As cats do. Mm-hmm. And then the conclusion of the ritual. Fumos. Hello, cat. Whiskers' ah. ears twitch. She looks up and then turns around. My name is Forth, the steeping lily of the hungry moon. What is your name? Um, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? I am. Um, you didn't ask permission if you could talk to me. So if you could just ask permission first before you do this, that would be great. May I speak with you? I guess so. This is very gracious of you. Thank you for being our companion, taking care of these friends of mine. Yeah, well, I... I, Listen, I really liked the the big and bulky one, the one with the plaid. I mean, he had a terrible style, but I loved him. He was super cool. But then he died, and I was super sad. And I guess I'm hanging out with you guys because I don't know where my owner is. I haven't known where my owner is is for... However long time was when we were attacked by those dragony things. Were you with that, uh, that owner for a long time? Yeah, a long time, yeah. How long would you say? Um, when I say a long time, I mean a long time. However, it is rude to ask a woman her age, so I would ask that you not do that, please. Hmm. Thinking to himself, this is exactly what Lilith was going to ask. (laughs) (laughs) So for everybody who's not understanding what's going on between them, you see Whiskers is holding up her paw (laughs) and like doing stop signs with her paw and like waving it in weird ways. Like you've never seen a cat act this way before. It's almost humanistic. I'm concerned. When we are listening to you speaking of the spell, do we just hear meow, meow, meow from you? You know, periodic hisses and purrs and things. I was looking to see if the spell said anything about that. I think that in this case, yes. Because it is specifically with that animal, so it would be talking in their language of a sort. And in turn, they you take on gestures and such that are humanoid in nature. So I think that's interesting. I I admit, this was a point of interest concerning your age, but I will not ask it, because you said that is rude. Thank you much. I have question, though. Um, your collar, it seems magical. This is true? Oh, this old thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. It is beautiful. My owner gave it to me, and it's super pretty. I have to tell you, though... You guys are not the usual lot that I hang around with. You're not my usual social crowd, but I like you guys. And 
yeah, if you want to use my collar, I do know it's magical. Um, if you want to use my collar, you're welcome to. However, please ask before doing that because I may, you know, just not feel like it that day. Hmm. I'm going to put healing words in there and then we're all going to die because <laughs> Whiskers did not feel like it giving us a healing word. <coughs> but yeah, my owner, she was super cool. And she was, she was kind of timeless. She had a very timeless decor in her home. We weren't normally from that town that got attacked. We were just kind of visiting and we just kind of got separated. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she made it or not, which is super sad. Yes. It's sad to be separated from those you love. Yeah. What about you? Where are you? Where are you from? I am from the Golden Marshes. Oh, gold, huh? Mm-hmm. It Sounds is a be- expensive. It is beautiful. It is. The, when the sun strikes the the grasses and the waters, it is the brightest gold you can ever see. Wow. I don't want to be rude, but once we're done with whatever we're doing here, can we go see that? Yes. Because that sounds... Super awesome. And I bet there's a lot of people who are more in my social circle who are there. Not to be rude or anything, but I just kind of miss the um, the stimulation. There is uh, much stimulation there. Oh, good. Much I'm hunting, so glad. Much uh, the rituals, the, the much fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Because I have been in dirt for so long and I just can't clean it out of my fur so I would just love to go there Lilix from a swamp right yes mm, (laughs) mm, okay mm, dirt yes alright so um yeah so I'm tired I haven't gotten my full 18 hours of sleep today so I'm just gonna go lay over there and you are welcome to lay next to me but please don't talk to me because I'm tired okay uh, one last question. I guess. My the companions have been calling you a Whisker. Oh, yeah, that's fine. It's just... Whatever. Do you have a, another name that we may call you? I've had many names. My owner didn't seem to really keep one. I've been known as Honey. I think I'm, like, number 200 in that list. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've been called this answers the sugar question. and cutie pie, baby girl. Whiskers is fine because I do have glorious whiskers. Yes, this is a thing I noticed. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go sleep over there and I'm not going to talk to any of you for the next few hours. Okay. Okay. I will talk to you later. And she just pads away into a corner. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. And she L- goes, Lilic bows his head and retreats. All right. She sleeps, slumps in the corner and promptly falls asleep. So that was an interesting conversation from what I could see. Yes. I've learned so much about human cat communication from that. The way you twitch your nose while you talk. Mm-hmm. I yes. suppose human's the wrong word. Lizard folk cat communication. I, I haven't seen a human perform that. It's um, casting of the spell is different. This is the way of my people. Um, this makes sense to me. It seems 
question was, is this a old cat or is this just old color? And it seems that this is old color. It's had many cats and Whiskers is good enough name. Well, I feel much more at ease knowing that this is a fairly average cat with a fairly mystical collar and not a fairly mystical cat that's been following us around. It is also good to know that I'm assuming you told us that uh, we may only use the collar when she feels like it. Um, Have you informed us of that when you Sure. Okay. Okay, so good to know. I will... Not bother the cat right now, but I would like to put another healing word in it later, just in case. So if you guys are down, and just try to get to the cat. Okay. This is going to end so badly. (laughs) (laughs) Just a backup measure. (laughs) As you guys are preparing to lie down, Yreg returns and says, I have found someone who is willing to work with you. She speaks common so okay. you do not have to have a translator. However, I offer my services, and Doraka said that she might want to go as well. The tracker, her name is Mykoja, M-A-I-K-O-J-A. She is very skilled in tracking and ranged attacks. She is proficient in archery. Okay, great. I am more of a unarmored combatant, while Doraka enjoys using a greatsword. So if you want either of us to come, we are more than willing to help you. Okay. Sounds good. We'll can, take both. Can Daraka be quiet? Oh, good point. Is yes. Daraka willing to come? She always seems grouchy. <laughs> Daraka is very grouchy. However, she loves combat. Oh, I see. I can relate. Perhaps grows bored with the mundane things and would rather be out uh, doing things. Very much so. Mykoja is also very skilled in tracking and hunting giants in case we run into one. Perfect. Mm, That is her specialty. Okay. Well, we'll gladly take their help. I have a question, if you don't mind, which has suddenly become relevant. How often do you orcs fight the giants? We do not normally cross paths with the giants. However... Every once in a while, we may roam into their territory or they may roam into mine. And there have been scuffles. I have been a part of three scuffles in my days. Draka has been a part of two, I believe. She is younger than me. Do you think that we will encounter the giants? They seem, at least from the kobold perspective, to be quite unpleasant. Well, if the giants were taken out of their normal territory, we have a higher chance. We tend to stay more towards the north of the mountain range, and they tend to stay more towards the south. However, who knows? Do you believe that the giants would be driven out by the cult? They could be. The hill giants that we normally deal with are within the south. However, if more giants were more north than we were, there is a chance that we might run into other types of giants as well. Mm, Thank you. You're welcome. Now, let us get some sleep and make our way later today. Sounds good. Until the evening. Thank you. We've been doing this for a few days, and I'm still not used to the day-night cycle. Yeah. Night-day cycle, whatever. Question for you guys. Do you want to continue the day-night cycle, or do you want to reverse that? 
I'm perfectly fine with going, um... As long as we have orcs with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. If we are going to reverse it, then it would behoove us to abandon our orc allies. There's also the fact that wyverns probably don't see in the dark. They're probably asleep. Wyverns Ooh, and- have visually similar characteristics to dragons. I have never studied wyverns, but kobolds seem to be a type of dragon, and they can see in the dark. Well, yes, but dragons they're seeing the have dark superb senses. Dragonborn, I don't remember whether they can see in the dark or not, but I would, if if I were to throw a guess, hazard a guess, I mm-hmm. would expect that the wyvern may be quite aware. Okay. Well, corn. Can I make a knowledge nature check to know if wyverns uh, have dark vision? So this would not be a nature check. This would be more of an arcana check. Nah. You're welcome to make one if you want. Okay. I'm not trained in arcana. Um, That's okay. You can still could roll you, if you want. Could you do like a history check from remembering when the wyverns attacked your swamps? It's the same bonus. I will do a combined history and arcana check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, that is a six plus one for seven. I could use my power token. Top it by five. Ooh. Get a 12. Get a 12. You ready to do it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We haven't used <laughs> <Yes>. one yet. <laughs> okay. I engage the power token. All right. Since you have encountered wyverns before, the DC was a little bit lower. Uh, you can ask me one question about what you want to know about the wyverns and is that question going to be can they see in the dark my question is going to be do wyverns prefer the day or the night mm-hmm. are they nocturnal or daytonal <laughs> daronal yeah that is the exact word thank you daytonal sounds like some sort of weird anti-vampire <laughs> it really does <laughs> I think that term is daylighter mm-hmm. or daywalker yep so from your experience they attacked you guys both in the day and the night. And you did see activity from them at both times of the day. So they may not care. So they may be proficient in navigating at night. So. Nocturnal, durnal, hungry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. Mm-hmm. Hunt well. at day, hunt at night, hunt. All right. Is there anything else you guys would like to do before you make your way into the unknown? Nope. Hey everyone, thanks for listening into this episode. This is Ander, and I wanted to give a special shout out to our friends and our followers on Twitter and Facebook. On Twitter, we had some recent followers, and I wanted to say thank you to them. They are Axion Spice, Keltarzin, Greyhawk 4x4, is that 4x4? I don't know. Heimdall, Glassscale, Tiny But M, Adelaus Designs, Roleplay Today, it's a good idea, Author Altoft, Return Snyder, Cody Salvia, Critical Let, One Jacobs 256, My Geekology, Nat 30s, Megan underscore author or Megan author, Marowinen, UTC cast, Schmombrow, and Comic Shop LS. And over on Facebook, we had a couple new followers. We had Patrick, Kathy, and Kamisha. I want to thank you all for giving us support there. If you want to get a shout out from us, be sure to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, or you can email us at PowerWordCrit at gmail.com. Thanks. Night approaches. You all wake up. Usurker, your exhaustion is gone. Hooray! 
and your hit point maximum is back up to full. Hooray! Oh, good. It's amazing what a um, good night's rest will do for you. Mm-hmm. Good day's rest. Those two. You're very correct. As you guys are packing up your things, you see a very short female orc approach. And she goes, Hi! I'm going with you guys. How short? She is about three and a half feet tall. That's short. I'm okay. just kind of staring at her and I don't say anything. Are, are you my Koja? I am. Nice, nice to meet you. You uh, see a very a, a, a large bow on her back. It's actually a short bow, but it's kind of large for her. Um, I'm Izzy. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And she holds out her hand. I shake it. She shakes it really vigorously. We're just waiting for Yireg and Duraka. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to come say hi. And I hope you guys are ready for an adventure. So what does she look like? Is she built like a goblin? Is she built more, you know, like a condensed orc? She is built like a condensed orc. She looks extremely young. You're not entirely sure if she's a child or just a really short orc, but she acts young. So who knows? I mean, given that we sent a child over to Burdusk, I believe, with the task of, I forget what exactly. Delivering the impressions from the magical triangle thing. This person might be a little younger than what we're used to. Maybe this is her trial to prove that she is an adult. Just like well, the she's other ha- one that we sent off to Burdusk. She is skilled in hunting giants. She is skilled in hunting giants, so she's probably done a rite of passage a couple times. I think that she's older than she looks. And acts. The moon greets you. I think she's just short. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really, really short. Nikoja. The moon greets you as well. So, are you uh, excited? We are ready to set out. Yes. Awesome. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Mykosha. Yours, yours as well. Um, yeah, I, uh, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. My common is okay. Uh, I started learning about a year ago, um, with the town before they disappeared. Super sad. Well, your common is exceptionally well from what I've heard so far. Oh, thank you. I learned a lot of slang from the kids in the town, and that so. That would do it. I guess I don't know proper common, but I know the slang. That's okay. As long as we communicate, we can follow. Cool. I have already gone through my rite of passage. You're probably all staring at me right now or thinking about it because I'm super short. I just haven't got my growth spurt yet, but it's coming soon. I know it. And uh, this small frame is good for the uh, moving through the small bushes. I like you. We should be friends. <laughs> we are friends, yes. Great! And at that moment, uh, you hear Yireg and Duraka bickering as they approach. Does Mykosia seem to have a mount? Mykosia does not. The orcs don't seem to really use the mounts. They just move quickly. That's what I'm afraid of. Oh, they'll outpace us? No, she's really short. <laughs> so they're going to outpace her. Hmm? Let's bring she's that up. She's a tracker. Let's bring I, that I, be- up. I believe it. But <laughs> I mean, are we bringing our mounts on this mission? Let's ask. What I asked Mykosha. Ask. Can we move? Mykosha, are we planning on using mounts or are we planning on walking? Well, in my opinion, we might be able to use the mounts maybe the first three miles or so. However, we don't know where the scouts are. Horses are a little bit loud. Um, if the horses get shot, they're going to die. So it's up to you guys. We can we can try the mounts and 
you know, do some sneaky sneaks be beside that, but I would recommend maybe not. I'm kind of attached to Nutmeg by this point. I don't necessarily want to bring her into unnecessary danger. Oh, I hear that orcs like to eat horses. If I ask Batula to watch my horse, I'm sure she'll watch it and won't let the other orcs eat her. Yeah, we, we, eat, we eat horses, but usually when they're old, they're good, like, to carry things and stuff. So we, we hold on to them. Your horses don't look eatable, so. There you go. <laughs> will not be eaten. Will be thoroughly worked. I mean, they were going to be thoroughly worked no matter what. You know what? We got these horses on a whim, and it sounds like we're giving them up on a whim. Um, I'm going to... You I'm know, coming back to my horse. I'm going to take all my essential about. gear out of my horse. And say, out very your, well. Out of your you horse? Can... Oh, no, no, no. no. I, did, I didn't mean that mm -hmm. you didn't have to do that. I'm just saying that I think that it might be better if we don't. Um, there my is Koja, some sandy places. My, my Koja, you are the scout. You are the guide. You are the resident expert. Therefore, in our ignorance and not understanding of the situation, it is better if we trust your expertise. Oh, that's a that's a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> you're you're okay. doing fine, honey. No horses. No horses. Excellent. Ready Are you go. guys good at running and getting out of quicksand and sand? No. Okay, we'll avoid those places then. Appreciate it. Speaking of running and getting out of quicksand, I have side graded armor for you know, so I'm not wearing the chain mail today. I'm wearing breastplate. Okay. Clank, 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 clank. Actually, it's quieter than chainmail is apparent. Interesting. Because huh. it's I am... bigger pieces mm. as opposed to lots of little clinky pieces. Probably. Who knows? So, Mycosia grabs a stick off the ground and she says, Yurik, Draka, listen up! And the power has already gone to her head. <laughs> <laughs> she starts drawing a very, very crude map into the ground. And she says, okay, so I know exactly where that rundown temple is. I've never been in there, but we're going to have to go over two rivers. We're going to go over a river within the first three miles. And we're going to have to figure out how to sidestep that, that sandy pit. Um, and then we're going to go over a second river. Okay, so we need to make sure to pack somewhat light. Yes. So we can get across the river. Okay. Yes. The river isn't too deep where I'm going to take you through. However, if you're... Wearing something super heavy, you might get stuck in the mud. Got it. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Yreg, Draka, lead on. And they both roll their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick. Lilic, did you tell us how Whiskers mentioned that she would request permission before we uh, talk to her or do anything with her? I was assuming that that was, like, as far as talking to her, that was, like, using the spell, talking to her mm -hmm. kind of thing. Okay. But. So you wouldn't have mentioned that to the rest of us? Yeah, it's like, this is the the sum of our conversation. She said these things. Okay. Yeah. So I think in that case, I might approach Whiskers. I'm like, Whiskers, do you want to come with us or do you want to stay here? We're, we're going to be going somewhere dangerous. She looks at you, licks her paw and cleans her face a couple times and then hops up into your arms. Okay, cool. I'm going to have like a satchel or something that she can also like ride in. Kind of like a, a a kitty purse. Yep, She's fine with that. Okay. She purrs the whole time. All right. I'm following after Daraka and Yreg. So about every few miles or something, you guys are going to roll for a random encounter. 
joy. Mm-hmm. Yep. More rain. More rain. Or cows. There it's might a be hex cows crawl. in here. It is a hex crawl. So, Usarker, I believe you are the one who is I have the taking power. control. All right. He's controlling the party icon. Mm-hmm. So, the first mile goes by very easy. Second mile, you guys do traverse over the river. And you guys also don't seem, some parts seem to be difficult terrain, but you guys don't seem to be struggling at all. Mycosia is very knowledgeable about this area. And she's pushing you guys along at a very decent pace. And then by the third mile, you guys run into what looks to be a dry riverbed. However, it's full of sand. Who would like to roll the first random encounter? I'll roll. Okay. Okay. Five. As you guys approach the sand pit, Mycosia says, we should probably wait an hour. Some things like to dig in the sand. Oh. And so we should probably wait to see what happens. So you guys end up taking a short rest. She is diligently watching that that sand pit area and nothing happens. Once she feels comfortable, she looks at you guys and she says, okay, well, we're going to go around the south pit to the south. Okay. All right. So good job. You rolled nothing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Five is what we aim for. Mm -hmm. So like this, moving south of the sand pit, is that correct? Correct. All right. The night wears on, the stars are twinkling, and you do see a little bit of clouds, like a few stray clouds. You look off into the distance over the plateaus. These are very tall plateaus, by the way. You do see over the plateau to your west that there is a storm coming. However, it looks pretty far out, and you would you have plenty of time that if it decides to come your direction... You could find some shelter very easily. Can I attempt okay. to speak with the clouds or something and tell them, hey, don't rain on us? <laughs> sure. Rain, rain, go away. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> rain, clouds. Can you, like, hold it for maybe, like, two days? It's a Talk, long like time talking to, to hold a kid it. in a car. Can you just hold are it? Are you saying this hold out loud or are you projecting a feeling of waiting? I'm trying to project a feeling of waiting. Okay, I'm going to need you to make a persuasion roll. Okay. <laughs> For clouds. <laughs> Persuade the clouds. This almost sounds like handle animal or something, except <laughs> handle ha- handle, handle weather. <laughs> All right, persuasion. That is a total of 20. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I rolled a base 16. So the cloud closest to you, you get the feeling of urgency. (laughs) And go go away from here, maybe. (laughs) I just realized that. (laughs) You didn't do that on purpose. No. So you get the feeling of urgency, not to release the rain. Oh, oh. But that it's it's it has to be at a certain place at a certain time. This is not a normal feeling that you would ever expect clouds to be because why would clouds need to be in a certain area at a certain time? Oh, I have to be there for my thematic cue. (laughs) Yes. Mm. Mm. However, while it doesn't stop moving, you do see it partially move its direction away from you guys, but it's still going in the same direction. Okay, I'll accept that. That feeling of urgently needing to get somewhere was a little disturbing. Mm. It, it did when, not feel normal. 
This is what happens when druids do whatever druid craft or whatever it is to call the rain. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hmm. So I'm going to mention that to the rest of the group. I said, I'll say. So I managed to convince the clouds to not rain on us as we're traveling. Uh, they're still heading in that same direction, but they're taking a slightly circuitous route. They seem to be in a hurry for something. It's not normal with how I've been able to speak with them before. Like, maybe something has summoned them. Mm, the wind spirits, they seem to always be in hurry, in my opinion. Mm. But this wasn't a natural hurry. This seemed like a compulsion. Is this the sort of thing that maybe Lilic could eyeball the weather and do maybe, you know, a I'm a druid and I know these things check? <laughs> <laughs> nature? I can do knowledge nature for weather. Do you have druid craft at all? No, actually. Okay. I have guidance, produce flame, shape water, and thornwood. Tis a rather silly spell. Tis, tis. Yeah. You're welcome to do a nature check. Sure, yeah. Do those clouds look normal? I guess is the, the question. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining, like, you see a cloud in the sky and it's going along and it just goes like a sharp turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm, me thinks that's not think normal cloud behavior. <laughs> there is druid nearby. <laughs> Lilic is the druid. <laughs> um, uh, I have a 19 plus 3. Or 21. 22. Two, thank you. We're rolling 22. well with nature here. Mm-hmm. Does anything strike as strange looking about the clouds? Yes. Lilic, you being a druid, and the whole art of being a druid is to be one with nature and to use nature in its fullest capacity. To be one with nature. Right. But never to force nature to do something out of its realm. The clouds that are rolling in, they look to use, to not, I mean, to, I don't have a really better word for this, but they look angry. And they don't necessarily look storm angry. They look like they're being pushed in a direction they do not want to go. They're spiritually angry. Yes. Hmm. This is bad. This is foreboding. Those clouds are not from here. They are foreign. They do not wish to be here. When you say they're not from here, like, they're not from this area of Faerun? Mm. How far are we talking here? Or are you talking summoned from some yes, far off? Yes, this seems more like the place. Mm. Someone is calling are they going towards the temple? They seem to go be going in the direction you're going. Interesting. Well, we're not going to know until we get there, I guess. Uh, Izzy, you've told us that you can sometimes communicate with the, with the weather and the... Sometimes, the, yeah. You might keep an ear out and see if you can hear where they're going and why, or if you can get a sense of that. I'll do that. Just hear clouds swearing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Gosh, freaking darn it. Why are we going here? Cloud like, truckers. Oh, these are from the docks. Got it. <laughs> we have sea clouds. Yes, sea clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I do see the clouds. Thank you. <laughs> so your party moves another mile to the east. 
And Lilik, I am going to need you to make another random encounter check. What are we rolling for this? You are rolling a d20. There is 13. Okay. Who has the highest perception out of you guys? I feel like that'd be Lord Pride. Uh, passive perception? My passive is I have 14. A plus six. Oh, never mind. I have a plus two. My passive is 16. So, Lilik, as you guys move in the next mile, you notice that in the plateau to the south of you, you see a small flicker of fire. Mm. It's very, very dim. Like it's behind some bushes or something, but you can you can see the faint outline of fire. We are not alone here. Someone, and I, I point to the fire in the distance. Does it seem like a large fire or a small fire? It might be a campfire. Mycosia, do you see this? She looks up and she follows where you're pointing, Lilic. Mm. Scouts. Those are scouts. Okay, how do we keep out of their sight? Can call upon the spirits for aid. That will protect us for an hour. That would always work. I'm not opposed to this. Let's do it. Spirits of the land. We need you. Shroud us. Guide us. Protect us from our enemies. And I cast Pass Without a Trace. Huzzah. Okay. Boop. I need everybody to make a stealth <laughs> check and then add plus 10 what? to that. My mithril chain means that I don't roll at disadvantage. Huzzah. I still roll with a minus 2, though. That is a 9. 9 plus 10, 19. I rolled only an 8, but I have a plus 3, so that's going to be 11. Plus, plus 10. 10. So, 21. Okay. Is I he? forget. 28. Okay. Zarker? 26. The three orcs rolled a 20. You guys have to slow quite a bit, and you do hear somebody say, What was that? And you see on the backdrop of the fire, you see seven heads poke out with crossbows and arrows, and they are looking down. However, after a tense moment where you guys stop, you see a deer jumps from the ledge below them and starts hopping away. Thank you, spirits. Spirits are kind. Just a deer. Go back to making the meat. I'm hungry. What language is this in? You heard some gnomish. You heard what you think is like a butchered form of elvish. Who speaks these languages? Ah, gnomes usually. (laughs) (laughs) No, here, here, in in our party. party? Oh, Mm, I don't speak any of those. The one who said he wanted meat was, it was common. Okay. I might speak some of the butchered elvish. I know elvish, but it is a soldier's form of elvish, so... Differently butchered form of elvish. (laughs) Differently butchered, but I might pick up on some things. Yeah, what are trade languages called? They're called, um... What languages? Trade, Trade languages. languages. Oh, what are they called? I mean, I know pigeon what we languages. Called them in it's, like, oh. it's like a pigeon oh, elf, right. sure. elvish. So sounds like a subspecies pigeon. <laughs> elf. Pigeon yeah, elf. Pigeon I mean, bears. we do have pigeon bears in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So Celestine, you've run into this before. That that kind of the pigeon elvish that that is definitely used for trade with elven countries. 
Hmm. Okay, got it. Okay, you guys managed to skirt by. Shall we continue? Um, we shall. Quick question. Quick answer. Did it look like kobolds or did it look like humanoids? Humanoids. Okay. I mean, we do know that the cult also employs humans. Mm-hmm. Right. My, my, my um, you know, sidelong deduction from this is that the more humans we run into, the less dark vision we run into. Mm. Yeah. True. At this point, you guys, when you move the next mile, you what see a... What direction do we move? East. So when you guys move the, a, new, a mile east, you do notice that part of the plateau that is to the north of you... This is a very large plateau. We're talking five or six miles wide. You notice that parts of it look to be torn down, like something large hit it, and portions of this plateau seem to be in very big disrepair. Now, on the map that I'm looking at, it looks like, is this brown piece a road here that we're coming up on? Yeah, you guys are starting to come up on a what looks to be a, like a worn path. And Mycosia has been has been keeping you on a very traversable area. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really taken you guys anywhere outside of wide areas like riverbeds and things like that. Okay. Press on. Press on. Press on and watch out for giants because I'm assuming that is what is causing damage to the landscape. Mm. The next mile you end, enter into a narrow passageway between two plateaus. The one to the north of you is the one that was damaged. The one to the south of you looks fine. However, when you get into the the narrow edge, you see that there are boulders that are blocking your way. And so you guys are going to have to do some climb checks. Mycosia and Duraka mentioned that this was not there when they left. This is probably some damage due to the... Uh, plateau, giants. yeah. So you guys are going to have to do climb checks. Mycosia, this to me stinks of an ambush. What do you think? If it were me, yeah, I would do an ambush. In that case, perhaps we should not disturb the rocks for fear of alerting whatever placed them there. Does that sound correct or not? We can. However, uh, if we try to go around the other way, it's going to take a lot more time. I'm worried about the idea of hill giants waiting up there for somebody to, you know, discover that they've blocked the pass so they can descend upon them and throw rocks or avalanches down. They could, they could. I look up at the tall canyon walls. Usarker, go ahead and do a survival check, please. Wow. Well, uh, I'm not trained in survival or anything like that, but I did get a natural 20 plus 2, so 22. You can't see very well. Because it's dark. Mycosia mm-hmm. recommends not lighting a torch because that would very easily alert everyone to your presence. However, as you and Mycosia are discussing whether this area might be full of hill giants or might be part of an ambush, the more that you guys look at the terrain and the more that you look at these boulders, you're starting to think that maybe this is less more, less of an ambush area and more of a just, this was more damage from that plateau. And as she's pointing out parts to you from what she can see, it looks like there are no caves that would have survived the damage to this plateau. 
So there's probably not anybody up there. It looks very dangerous, possible landslide. So the chances of a hill giant, at least on the north end, probably not likely. All right. However, so, there could be something on the other side of the boulder, but you guys won't know until so you this climb it. So this is perhaps not made by hill giants, I say, pointing out some of the things that I see, but could be, be avalanche if we're not careful. Very well, let's begin unearthing it, I suppose. Um, do either of our... Are we unearthing it or are we just climbing? Either way, yeah, whichever just, which, whichever way is required. I think the, traversing the boulders, climbing them would suffice. I can call upon the spirits to help each of you as you climb over. That would Guidance. be wonderful. Doesn't that one require you to shout to the heavens? Mm. I forget your spells sometimes. It is verbal and somatic, so... Yeah, perhaps not. If we wish to not attract attention with our voices... Well, shall we begin the climb? Let's do it. If you are wearing something heavy, you will have disadvantage. I am wearing heavy. Okay. By heavy, I assume you mean um, weight carried. I'm also so, assuming giant wormall. Right. Yeah. So I'm talking like heavy armor kind of stuff or something that... Like like a giant wormall. Yeah, that would be a little hard to climb with. <laughs> So, How high up is this thing again? So you guys are going to be climbing about 20 feet up the boulder, and then you have to climb down. This is the smallest boulder that you found. So it is athletics, that we said? Yes, it would be athletics. I won't cheat. It's fine. <laughs> so you've got, a, what, a longbow? That might count as heavy since it's so large. Um, what about Willick? I have a one-headed shield and a okay. club. Gilding Club, you're probably fine. Mm, um, I have my scythe, so the war scythe is long and awkward. That'll probably be disadvantage. So it looks like all of you might have some disadvantage going on here. Most you, of you. You know what? Let's. <laughs> just, I'm going to levitate. Okay. <laughs> I'll cheat. It's fine. You could also like have somebody go on top of the boulder and lower down a rope to help you guys. You mean the person who levitated up could lower down a oh, rope to us? Ooh, I, I like this idea. I could do that. I may have already started climbing while you guys were discussing this. <laughs> okay. So, so let's see. What did you get for your climb check? 16. 16. Despite this boulder looking a little daunting, Celestine climbs up with ease. I still levitate up. Would you guys like a rope? I throw a rope down. Sure. Aw, you've deprived me of the opportunity to see Isidore with her 11 strength hauling all of our garbage up. <laughs> this sounds like a terrible idea. I have a plus two to athletics. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're, you're wiry for your size. Mm -hmm. So, Lilith, this rope comes down. Celestine's grabbing a hold of it. Did you have disadvantage? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I have a shield, but like... Nah. Mm -mm. So you have advantage climbing this. Cool. Uh, I rolled the same number for each of them. Oh, no. Um, Why does he have advantage? Oh, because of a rope. Because of a rope. Yes. I have a Rope's total of 11. Lilith, you get up about halfway, and you hit a soft spot in the rock, and you slide down. Get a little bit of a rope burn. Mm. Oh, ow. I'm going to, after the noise, I'm going to advise that we pause for a moment and wait to see if anything reacts to the sound. Okay, go do a perception check. I rolled an almighty nine. Seems clear. Izzy, you said you were going to levitate up? Yep. Make it up without any issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lilith, go ahead and 
Try another climb check. You still have advantage with the rope. Okay. Hey, there's a natural 20. Woo! Hey. So the first time you go... Ow, 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 ow. I've learned. <laughs> I'm going to use that in uh, also look for the small spots to climb in the rock. You also feel a slight breeze as what you assume to be the spirits are guiding where your feet should go. Mm-hmm. And you make it up lickety-split. All right, Usarker, you're you're next. So am I able to have you know the thing you know the heavier objects and stuff hauled up first so that I don't have disadvantage? Absolutely. Perfect. Then I will roll without disadvantage. Ah, excellent! A one. Um, wait, wait, wait! Don't you, you have, have advantage, advantage though? <laughs> you have advantage oh, because I'm okay. hauling you up. Unless you were just climbing by yourself while I haul. With stuff advantage, up. that is a thirteen. You managed to get halfway up. And you hit the same soft spot that Lilith does, and you slide back down. It is a gravelly place. Lord Pride, do you need help? Well, we'll see. Mm. Hold on a moment, though. Let's pause and remain quiet and watch to see if anything was attracted by the noise. Okay. Make a perception check. That is a 19. You hear the sound of an owl. Ah, but owl bears. Else. <laughs> All right. I think you mean the pigeon bears. <laughs> Those two. Go ahead. And hey, good thing I have advantage because that's a one. Oh, no. Again. Oh, my goodness. All right. Twelve. <laughs> you slip down again. <laughs> At this point, Draka says, <sighs> come here. And she points to her back. I'll take you up. That seems very ill-advised. Perhaps if we work together and support each other, perhaps you go ahead of me and point out good handholds and footholds, but carrying me, hmm. Are you trying to do tandem tactician on her? I no, could, just having her would be take a, that would be the help action. If, if only she could tandem tactician me. That's true. Yep. I'm just sitting there imagining, you know, Well, I was just saying, if you tandem with... tactician her while riding on her back. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine my my character who's not light, <laughs> you know, riding up on somebody's back. It's like, mm. <laughs> she she shrugs and goes, "You're lost," and she just doesn't even use the rope. She just sprints right on up. Duraka follows right after. Mykosia is kind of tapping her toe. She's like, "Come on, do you need help? Can can we help you? Do you want me to tie you onto this thing? Do we want to lift you up? Like, we gotta go." I look at her and say, you being impatient does not help. Sorry. I am trying my best. I'm sorry. If you have anything helpful to assist besides snarky comments like, oh, I'll carry you up on my back. No, this is my koja. This is my koja. No, no, I know, but Daraka had this snarky, that is true. snarky comment. Um, well, we could, like, just, just tie you and pull you up. Right. We could. Do that. Perhaps we should uh, begin doing this. That's a good idea. Okay. She looks up and she grunts something in orc. You hear, we're going to have to time up like mm. a child. <laughs> oh. So you speak orc. Do you, Usarker? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Only Lilik does. Lilik keeps, him to, keeps this to himself. So my, so my Koja starts wrapping the rope around you in a specific way. And it, you're kind of in one of those like... You know those swings for babies that have like the super like big plastic where they can stick their legs through? 
Yeah. It so looks you, like a diaper. Got a, you have a climbing harness. A climbing harness. Yeah. A diaper climbing harness. You have or a diaper climbing harness. Sounds much better when you say it that way. And I goes, mean, that's what rock climbers actually have. Yep, mm-hmm. it's true. So they hoist you up. Everything's good. Mycosia, actually, it takes a couple tries for her to get up. She seems to not be able to grab it. And <laughs> you feel a little vindicated, Dusarker? She is very short. She has a disadvantage, I'm sure. And uh, Duraka actually tries to do what she did before, but ends up slamming her face into the wall and takes two points of damage. Oh, Shakes oh. it off and then slowly climbs her way up. She's done trying to show off. <laughs> All right. Turns out it is a tough cliff. I'm just levitating above the top of the rock, cross-legged, waiting for everyone else <laughs> to come up. <laughs> okay. So you guys head a little bit more east, and you are now at the edge of the second river at the bottom. So we're still traveling eastward. Correct. Mm -hmm. At this point, uh, you do see that the underbrush is cleared away on on a path that sort of mimics the river. However, there is a plateau that you guys will come up across at some point. And Mycosia mentions this, and she says, we have to decide if we want to climb or if we want to wade in the river. But that's, that's, you know, down the road. Izzy. How, how wide is the river? Uh, the river is about 20 feet wide. Okay. Um. So, okay, let's try to figure out what we're going to do. And she's, she starts thinking, and she says, how about we just sit here for a second? Izzy, I need you to roll... A D20. I guess you're rolling for her thoughts. 12. So Mycosia mentions that she needs to sit, she needs to think, because they are doing this in the dark, and she knows that you guys can't see very well, so if they try to go through the river, it's going to get a little muddy, but if they try to climb, they might run into the same issues again. So she, you hear her just muttering under her breath, like, what's the best way to go? As she's muttering under her breath, Lilith, you hear... A soft fluttering sound above you. Have pigeon bears learned to fly? <laughs> <laughs> no, those are bear pigeons. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Bear pigeons can't fly. They're bear. <laughs> pigeon bears are bears with pigeon faces. Bear pigeons are bear-faced pigeons. Or are they bear pigeons that have no feathers? B-A-R-E versus B-E-A-R. No. Anyway, continue on. Hush, I hear something. You hear more fluttering, and it seems to be coming closer. And the closer it gets, the louder and bigger it sounds. Hmm. Quickly, hide. Everyone, please make stealth checks. We don't still have passed without the trace, right? It's been more than an hour. It has. At this point, it would be, yeah. I am now wondering whether we're going to find a giant butterfly. What is large and flutters? <laughs> Yay! Four. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, good. I'm glad we have you. <laughs> oh, yes. What would you, you do know, without Celestine? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I goofed on those athletics checks. You know, Usarker is not a great athlete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, what'd you get? I have a 19. Oh, good. At least one okay. of us won't be spied. Izzy, what'd you get? Nine. At least one of us won't be spotted. Usarker, <laughs> what did you get? 21. It's the black armor. It's the black armor. Yes, indeed. Okay. So you guys hide. Where do you guys just try to hide? Shrubbery. Shrubbery? Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
You guys hide in the shrubbery. You hear the sound of flapping. And as it gets closer, Lilic, you realize it's not the sound of one. It's the sound of two. Mm. So there's two things flying above you, and it's starting to get bigger and louder. Can we see what it is by this point? You cannot, because you do not have dark vision, correct? true. You think that they get about 60 feet. You hear it hover right above you guys. And then you hear... And that's where we're going to end our session. Ah! Oh, oh no. I have a plan. Oh, good. Flutter, flutter, Which will be revealed next time. Hi, everyone. This is Kayla. Thank you for listening to this episode of Powerword Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerwordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. As we end this episode, please enjoy this P.S. Last night, I dreamed that Whiskers had grown two tails, fur turned purple, and head grew four times bigger. And she said to me, The milk of nature's bounty on the first full moon of spring is the most delicious and sought-after treasure that is lost to the dangers of youth. Then she floated up to the sky chasing a mouse-shaped cloud, while the mouse cloud threw pellets of cheese at her. The cheese landed on me like raindrops, and I woke up realizing it really was raining, with water, not cheese. And that's why I don't trust pixies. Uh.